0: Just staring from across the room. You've got your stuff, and I'll show you just what to do now. You gotta dance, gotta make your advance, you gotta show you've got guts. I gotta move that'll make them and it's called the two-step strut. Now dance with me.
1: Coming soon to a theater near you, it's the Equalizers, a weekly podcast where two idiots drop a cinema sibling in the lap of a perfectly content solo film. My name is Mike Noel and I am joined, as always, by the sequel to my prequel, Madison Jones. Madison Jones, are you in good form?
0: Oh, sorry to burst your bubble, Mike. I'm, uh, only doing okay this week.
1: <laughs> just okay. Yeah, just okay. You know, you'd think after all this time I would have developed an immunity to your terrible
0: bits. Ha 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 ha. Um... Um... We, we both uh, probably feel um, at really at home in this movie because we sorry <laughs> We both come from towns uh, from states I don't know where I'm going with this sorry <laughs>
1: yeah I sorry I demand that you not edit out any of that. yeah, yeah, because... yeah. We, we,
0: we come from we come from a state that um, where the Midwestern values and conservative values are highly potent I'd say highly potent. Um and I don't know if this was supposed to be happening in the midwest I can't remember where it was supposed to be happening
1: But they said a town name, but I don't I don't know
0: Let's just talk about this movie real quick Or 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 for a long time. I mean if we I guess
1: if we have to we're here with the microphones on We might as well talk about this. movie that we're doing an episode about we we might as well do the episode,
0: right? um (laughs) so I enjoyed this movie for the, about the first 15 minutes um, <laughs> Everything when he was at home And with his mom And the the girl next door I thought was very funny um, Pretty hilarious um, When he got the boner And it scared him And he smashed it with a bat Hilarious Great boner jam comedy
1: <laughs> I, uh, I don't even know where to begin With this movie to be honest you and I talked a little bit before we started recording. This has a huge amount of "Dude, Where's My Car" energy.
0: Yeah, for
1: um, sure. And honestly, feels like it's ripping off some of the bits of "Dude, Where's My Car." Uh, the the gentleman who runs the mud wrestling uh, establishment the uh, that is very much the and then scene mm-hmm. of "Dude, Where's My Car." Um, there's the weird cult. Yeah, there's which which is led by Fabio. <laughs> yeah
0: like that was good i i thought i, I thought all the cult stuff was pretty funny um w- yeah. when they were when they're on the bus and singing the song the bright and shiny song and then it quickly becomes oh this is like a, a <laughs> no sex before marriage called <laughs> and they're singing about yeah, it so the midwest so the midwest yeah um I, I don't think there's been a movie ever more uh relevant i think in the sense that um, it has someone who has been quarantined <laughs> and for a very long time while dealing with vehemently conservative Christian values. I just want to take this
1: opportunity to shout out uh, our guests of last week, Ian and Laura, for making us do this awful crime. Yeah. For subjecting me to the worst, maybe the worst movie since the pest. But also somehow the most enjoyable because it is truly buck wild like at every turn of this movie. I just thought did did we write this?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the thing this movie has all of our stank all over it uh, ha- Oh, yeah, it has our stank all over it
1: I couldn't believe like I was especially surprised when we got to the cameos you and I made yeah in that movie. Yeah, I was like I was like we were at the wedding there at the end and I just was wait a minute. I don't remember this <laughs> Also, this was over 15 years ago.
0: Yeah. I'll say this, this movie has all of our stink all over it. Asterix, besides the um, horrible uh, yeah. renditions of someone from the Hindu culture. Yeah. And I also mean, uh, people with uh, physical abnormalities, making yeah. exploiting them.
1: Just to make a more succinct asterisk, that has our stink all over it. Except for every conceivable ism that you could attribute yeah. to this movie. Yeah. Because it, it runs the gamut. I mean, it checks almost all the boxes.
0: I'd say this fits into the timeline of the Dude Wears My Car like movie-verse um, with the set pieces, the tone, the soundtrack, I'd say. And when I say soundtrack, I mean the song Damn It by A Blink-182 just played over and over again because that's the only song that it, that's the score of this movie, I guess. Well, they had to
1: decide on... Whether or not to have a fully functioning bubble suit. I mean, motorcycles is pretty much where their budget went for this movie. Sure. Motorcycles and cars.
0: Very, very uh, destructible. And... Very destructible motorcycles <laughs> that fall to pieces. That is a bit that I
1: laughed at. Mm-hmm. This the first time it was like, okay, I get it. Like, they, they're getting away. They realize, oh, he'll chase us on the motorcycle. So they back up. The second time they do it where the whole gang of motorcycles have stopped to talk to the ice cream and curry man. That the bus drives by and they see the bus start to pass. The bus stops before they're ever in pursuit, and then just backs up down the road, of motorcycles and takes off in the pettiest "fuck you." <laughs> I was legitimately laughing so hard because it was just that was so fucking funny.
0: Yeah, that that was like I said, all of the cult stuff. Great, like I think it's so funny. Like I, I can't think of any. Anything that I didn't enjoy with that. What did you think about Pappy and Pippy? <laughs> it was kind of a funny joke. So I I, I don't I, I don't want to recommend anyone watch this movie because it is kind no. of a very product of its time yeah. and has some really heinous like ism shit uh, as we mentioned. But Pappy and Pippy are two characters. They're these old old brothers, um, and who at some point in their life had um, an argument over a woman. Um, and uh, the, one of them says the term poontang a lot. Um, <laughs> but the car always backfires <laughs> before. Yeah. It'll it, it allow him to say poon, but not the word tang. So anytime like tang is supposed to be said, it backfires. It's kind of funny.
1: Well, what got me about the rule of three for this bit was he meets Pappy, who's driving a cab, who's going to drive him to Niagara Falls from whatever Illinois town they stop in. He, They drive through the night And the next morning as Jake John Hall's character Whose name I've forgotten Wakes up Pappy has died but is still behind the wheel of the car And driving so they have not had to turn In eight hours
0: mm-hmm.
1: And he has to jump out of the car because it's going to, like, drive off a cliff or something like that. It happens, just happens it gets turned around and drives off into the distance, but Pappy is dead in the driver's seat. Later, while escaping his parents and Vern Troyer, he gets into an airplane, which turns out to be flown by Pippi, the twin brother, from earlier. At this point, Pippi dies behind the <laughs> the stick of the plane And Jake Gyllenhaal has to like jump, I think Or it crashes or into, something like that happens
0: he, he jumps in into Niagara Falls it's, It happens right before the end of the movie
1: So, he breaks up the wedding it turns out he actually had developed immunities when he was four and his monster of a mother kept him in the bubble which for another like 12 years which, gr- or more granted
0: i I had seen this movie before so i knew that twist because i saw it a, a, a while ago but it's painfully obvious from the get-go right like had you seen this before no and i
1: didn't know Oh, okay i knew something was going to happen either my my working theory was that they were going to, because it sounds like a joke this movie would do, is that they would work, live in a hermetically sealed house mm-hmm. or something. Anyway, we can get to that in a moment. i got to finish the hilarious bit of the rule of three of this, in which he stops the wedding. He and the love interest are going to be together. We cut to their wedding in the future. They get in the Just Married car, and it's being driven by Pippi and Pappy, who are not dead. They are still alive <laughs> somehow and have returned.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, anyway, We spent far too long talking about Pippi and Pappy
0: Yeah, like, but this movie does have a lot of good bits But it also has mm-hmm. a lot of problems That makes it not mm-hmm. worth watching If you can find it
1: And not pay for it Or support it on a streaming service yeah. I would say give it a shot With those qualifications in tow Because there are legitimately a lot of good bits And if you, can, with acknowledging How bad those are There are still a few pretty good solid laughs To get out of this movie
0: Yeah the bubble suit in general is a great physical comedy gag. Um, yeah. And the uh, apparently they designed the suit so it would be difficult for Jake Gyllenhaal to move in it because <laughs> they wanted him to fall often because they Jesus. knew when it happened, it would be funny. Huh. And it, it is pretty much. But it's also fun. kind of fucked up, though. Yeah. All I wanted was a scene of him like rolling down a hill. Like, that, the, yep. they didn't do that.
1: Yeah, like, there's a bit where a guy is in his house. He starts smoking a cigarette just a little too close to the bubble, and it starts to burn through the plastic. And yet, he runs through a burning building, yeah. and nothing happens. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Continuity errors, like, through the roof. Like, I, I mean, guess,
1: I, so. Also, because I know most people would be surprised to know
0: that the movie Bubble Boy has some
1: continuity errors, yeah. but. Definitely be advised about those as well.
0: Well, and shout out to the scene where he's in the convenience store with the the smiling cashier. Yes, that was very good. So good. Like that. That was a good set. Scenes like that. I wish it was just like. I wish the whole movie was just comedy like that, and not exploitative yeah, and shitty comedy. Um, but basically, like this woman is watching him have a conversation on his phone on the on the payphone. She's smiling. She seems like a nice person and a caring person. She even lets him steal a beer. And then once yeah. it cuts away, you see uh, it cuts to the floor that she's standing on. And she's standing on some dude's neck and she's robbing the store. It's 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 funny. <laughs> it was a good setup. It's really good. Yeah. Like legitimately did not see that coming.
1: Excellent payoff.
0: And that's why in this movies like this from this time period and just movies for all time periods where it's like, man, if you just stuck to that comedy and you didn't try to like yeah. do the problematic shit, you would have had a good movie. Because obviously you you have. The capability of writing comedic bits, like good comedic bits that aren't shitty, right? Absolutely. Sorry, uh, I'm getting on a rant there, but
1: you're fine. I'll cut you off then. To um, really, my normal question, next question doesn't apply because we've covered this movie. I, I laughed a decent amount at this movie, and as I think as did you, doesn't mean we liked it. No, um, it may not surprise you to learn that there are other people online who had opinions. That's right. It's time once again, gang, for Daddy's Tomatoes our first review comes from logan b who gave this five stars a friend of mine showed me this movie and i must say it was the best comedy movie i have ever seen end
0: of review was it the first comedy movie you've ever seen (laughs) who knows (laughs) it must be because (laughs) it must be they're like we were going to watch a Dude, Where's
1: My Car? But I basically said, comedy's over. Yeah. Like, it's been done. Yeah.
0: They only watch comedies that were made from the year 2000 to 2002, <laughs> just within that window. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Our next review comes from Kyle M., who gave this three stars. The amusements of manageable laughs and Jake Hall's young performance with his known charisma were overpowered by the ridiculousness and patheticness after losing and during the respected understanding on the limited ways of the film's bubble boy condition. B minus... And then in parentheses, full review coming soon. End of review.
0: <laughs> Did it ever come?
1: I'd never found another review, full review for Kyle M. And this was posted in 2015, so it doesn't look like doesn't look like that ever happened. But this was just the amusements of manageable laughs and Jake Hall's young performance with his known charisma. was like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? I'll
0: give him that. Jake Hall's a pretty good actor, I'd say. Um <laughs> Hot take. Yeah, hot hot take. Hot take. from Madison Jones. Hot take. I think, because this had been around the same time as Darnie Darko, right? I'll take your word for it. I haven't seen Darnie Darko.
1: Our last review comes from Kawai D., who is, Madison, Mm -hmm. a super reviewer. Ooh. We caught a big fish in the tomato pond this week. Dang. That analogy got away from me. Uh, Kawai gives this a half a star. I always wondered how it bounced around without breaking. Must be sealed with broken dreams end of review
0: boing, 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 boing. mic drop Kawhi d super reviewer there are scenes in the movie where he is like either sitting in a car within the bubble mm-hmm. or in the plane or in many sense in many cases where it seems like the bubble has been punctured and has deflated <laughs> so so i could believe that there's some sort of magic that is holding the bubble together and i think it is his love all right, well,
1: on that lovely note, do you have any bits that you want to get to or uh should we jump to the pitch? No.
0: Um I will say Frequels um if it hasn't been painfully obvious by my my stumbly stumbliness, I am drinking during this episode. So just prepare. Oh,
1: yeah. I, s- I started before the episode. Uh
0: this is a Equalizers After Dark um episode. Nights. Equalizers Nights. Yeah. Um so uh just just be aware of that. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the perfect movie to do this for because
0: yeah speaking of that like let's start the timer and Okay, our time starts
1: now So I have one idea oh, For this okay. movie, Um And the note I wrote was balto style movie But it's him because he's used to the suit slash bubble so my thinking is I know that The idea of doing a movie in like a plague is gauche <laughs> yeah currently yeah um the idea would be that there's for something's happening people can't go outside they have this suit and it's like no one could use that it's like well we actually we got it based off of blueprints we found or like footage of this kid and like we know he can do it he could wear the suit
0: i like this i i don't know why i wanted the sequel to this to be a time travel sort of thing or like okay a- well,
1: let's elaborate on that what, what do you mean time travel
0: what I or maybe not time travel necessarily but like going through portals to like different worlds or something and it's gotcha. sort of like going off your idea a little bit like what if it's they discovered this portal technology to transport to different worlds but they don't know what the atmosphere is like or they they're worried about like the different germs and stuff like or what what could possibly be in these different worlds and because of all of the crazy amount of people that, uh, that, uh, the, what was his name? Jimmy, uh, that Jimmy, I think so. Jimmy met in the first movie and affected that cross country, multiple country. Cause they went to Niagara falls, right? Cause Niagara falls is yeah. in Canada, right?
1: Illegally. Jimmy is an illegal immigrant into Canada. Yeah. And therefore should be
0: prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Yeah. Well, and so are all those other people who probably just like <laughs> barge through the border. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you don't you don't say no to Danny trejo this is obviously a pre-9-11 uh, shot movie Yeah, <laughs> Ugh, i might cut that That got dark <laughs> yep you uh, um, um, should
1: probably cut even though i was joking cut, just cut the whole bit about
0: immigration yeah sure yeah i think they would definitely have the fbi would have definitely caught wind of jimmy and his bubble suit that he made right um yeah. and his effectiveness in it because he seems i think maybe if we're going this angle that they've have made they replicated the bubble suit, but nobody has been able to effectively move in it. Mm. Uh like Jimmy was able to, even though he falls down all the time. But you know I, or maybe he so. after the movie went into this bubble suit technology. Like and so he's the one who tests it out. Normally
1: I would be a hundred percent for this like, you, like world hopping portal movie. We did just do League of Extraordinary Gentlemen to call in the League of Superlative Persons. That's true. <laughs> which heavily leaned on zipper technology. Um, but, no, I'm not opposed to the idea of like a space movie or something where there's like multiple space worlds, germs as an idea, like a spacefaring movie. I, that I that we could fuck with and it would be at least a little. We wouldn't be going back to the portal. Well, what
0: if it's so soon? Um, and I don't know where, I don't know where I'm going with this really. Um, but. Mm-hmm. What if it is like Jimmy has been asked to lead like a squad of people in bubbles, like in the bubble. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like a an alien thriller or something like that. They're like discovering different worlds. And like, I think initially it's just like a research mission. But um, Jimmy is the leader of this uh, because he since, since after the movie, he studied this technology. He knows how it works. He's perfected it. I, I imagine we have high tech bubbles. like there's like ones that give, do like energy blasts and like <laughs> EMPs or something or So I am down for the suits having multiple powers. Here's what
1: I would maybe pitch. That does not sound like I want say the tone of this movie. This is much more of a haphazard road adventure. What if Jimmy gets abducted mm. by a species who maybe they have the suit technology but they can't use them? And they saw video footage of Jimmy or something. So they want Jimmy to teach them this. And it becomes, he escapes from them and they're chasing him back to Earth as he goes on a similar adventure to Bubble Boy, but in space.
0: Okay. I like and this. We can do some fun
1: alien planets, some kooky characters that he runs into along the way. Um, and, and we can still have the suit because he can't breathe in space. Okay. So he still has to have the suit um but that's a little kookier and i think gets more at what this movie or a sequel would be which is just kind of a stupid road adventure. yeah
0: if we want to keep the road adventure tone i think that makes sense so um then
1: i yeah i just can't imagine doing this as a serious sequel like
0: a like an alien like an alien yeah uh, like star commander like star trek kind of <laughs> it's just a huge zag that I, Space I I thought maybe would be good but no I, I like i like where you're going with this so with us like basically we would just have to set up do the set pieces of the different worlds he's running from let's yeah. before we do that though i think we should yeah. determine what the end goal is right like, we
1: have 10 minutes so i think we hit who the enemy are that abducts him what the end goal is, and then maybe like one or two characters that we can use. And then after that, we can spend, after the 15 minutes is over, we can sort of like work our way through the finer points.
0: Okay. So what if, what if the enemy is this alien race who, who the earth was like in secret contact with, and then they like hired Jimmy to like do, like do the communication. It's like a rival. (laughs) Have you seen a rifle? Uh, no, I actually I've read the short story it's based off of. Like I'm familiar with. The yeah, yeah. I so they, like she's a That's linguistics cool. person, so they hired her. He's a bubble. He he he's, he has ex- <laughs> extensive bubble experience. So um, they want him to interact with these people, those aliens in those negotiations. Take him. And try to do studies on him or something like that. And maybe they are a ruling sort of like conquering alien race who are hunting him down.
1: My my pitch is they are like a conquering alien race, like you said. And they just take Jimmy from his bed because they have bubble technology. And they've seen the footage from Earth of the bubble boy. Oh, okay. And they, like, demand, like, you will help us fix this and, like, and how to, like, train our troops. Like, they are an enemy who is from a totally different movie than this. Like, sure. they are here to do a serious dark space war movie. Mm-hmm. And they have somehow found themselves in this movie.
0: We see them, like, reviewing, like, surveillance for footage of Jimmy mm-hmm. when he was in the bubble. And they notice that this one person had the ability to make all these people who were warring and hated each other, he brought them together. So they're stealing him because they think he's sort of like a messiah, like 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 a like a shepherd type person who could bring their warring factions together and, and everything. Yeah, he's meant to be a mediator. He's meant to this be a, brilliant. He's yes. meant to be a mediator yes. because he, because <laughs> I mean, there, there's huge scenes in the first movie where like the bikers and the cult and. um The people Mm -hmm. from the, I'm going to say circus act um, were all fighting in the streets. But then by the end of the movie, they're all together at their wedding, like getting along. They're all friends. So like he did Uh the impossible by mediating between all of them.
1: And his parents are now in a thruple with Danny Trejo.
0: Yeah, like, he, he even, like, introduced, like... In a leather thrupple He introduced the concept of polyamory to, like, a, a very conservative Christian, like, couple that, yeah. No, I, I
1: like that a lot. I think that's tracks. I think also, then, um, why does Jimmy flee? Then?
0: I think he fucks it up. I think he does a really bad job because... Oh, okay, yeah, perfect, perfect. <laughs> I, I, think, I think they misjudged, because he didn't really bring those people together, like... like oh, no. Is more like just his story brought them together. Their
1: hilarious misunderstanding. Yeah. Yeah. And they all cared about Jimmy. Yeah. Like that was it.
0: One cult. Yeah, factions. A biker gang. Some carnival workers. The carnival said. workers. And then his parents all got brought together and got along after following him to the wedding. Right. But Jimmy really didn't do anything. If anything, he fucked up at every single step. Right. So, so I like that. I like that he
1: fucks it up. Let's have then maybe, and we'll get back to them. Let's have, like, maybe two characters who are the people who, like, abducted him. And brought him, and they're now on the run with him for bringing him here. Like, they're like, oh, we can't go back. And so they can be two of our characters here who we'll spend time with in In, the
0: movie. In the context. Get Pappy and Pippy. In the the context of the alien worlds that are out there that abducted him, Mm -hmm. they're, like, sort of like a lawyer firm that... um, they're like the highly advised yes, lawyer great. firm that are acting as mediators, and they uh. they found out about this guy. And once he fails, and like the people start warring with each other, then they're on the run too. So I don't know. We we just come up with the alien names and stuff. So
1: well, we also need to figure out how the movie
0: ends. Yeah, sure. I think like th- how we like b- before ahead. we get into characters, let's decide where he's going and like how he's just trying to get back to Earth, right? So yeah, what. What could get him back to Earth? Is there like a space cannon that will like shoot him, like a cannonball, well, or?
1: I mean, I think they steal a ship. Like I'm imagining, it's a road trip movie, but in space. So they steal a ship, and they can get to like the next planet, and then from there they have to do something to get to the next point. Like sure, it's kind of planet hopping to get to like a spaceport that has
0: that can teleport him back to Earth or whatever. Like at that point, we can do a MacGuffin. Yeah, but like kind of like uh, we're the new season of Mandalorian where uh, he's sure he's going from planet to planet and he gets another clue it's like okay you have to uh, oh i came here to meet this person i met this person this person leads me to another person
1: instead of town to town it's planet to planet uh, in this case so i think that we'd go with that let me see how much time we left about two minutes okay um it's like earth off limits like if he can make it to earth they can't touch him there for some reason or like I don't know, like what's. I, why, I think he's just. How do we end the movie in which the aliens don't just annihilate the planet Earth? Sure. Also, I'm sorry I said the phrase annihilate.
0: Maybe he doesn't think. Maybe he's just thinking of like the goal ahead, and then he gets back to Earth, and then all the aliens show up, and uh, maybe there's a lesson at the end, and that he somehow completes the job and mediates between them. I don't know what he does. We have to figure that out. But oh,
1: I love the idea. Actually, I love the idea of the. You see, you spent so long fighting each other, all you needed was somebody else to fight. Like, the the idea that, like, the Earth is only ever going to become, like, a singular planet if we find somebody, like, another planet to wage war on. That's the only time we're ever going to come together as a planet instead of nations. It's a similar aspect of, like uh yeah it wasn't until you had a common enemy to fight that you came together <laughs> it's and the watch actually they, it's watchmen it's yeah, the end of watchmen they go but the, the gag is they leave earth alone but they go off to start like conquering the galaxy sure as like a new empire like because <laughs> they were able to and it was like the one thing we needed was for them not to get along because it would be devastating yeah
0: yeah that's i think that's kind of funny and sort of a dark turn but it's like Maybe like they make it I like,
1: mean, uh, maybe Bubble boy was kind of a dark movie, oh for Not, sure, like overtly dark, but there was just a lot of like
0: fucked up going on in that movie, yeah. Jimmy negotiates the terms of like, okay, yeah, go do that. Will you please leave Earth alone though? <laughs> So Earth is like in a protective, in a protective bubble itself, in this galaxy yeah. that is like conquered by this alien, these these alien factions.
1: Yeah, I, I like that. I mean, we can we've hit our time. We can come back to sure how and why Earth. Like, but I, I like the idea of Jimmy somehow just like convincing them to leave Earth alone.
0: Yeah. All right. So, um, let's start. Let's go back and right after yeah. Jimmy escapes with the two. Um, do we want to talk about like what he does to fuck up like the negotiations, like?
1: Well I have a bit that I really think would be funny to introduce it also. Okay. Of the two aliens who, um, they're looking through like various like basically like TV footage, mm-hmm. like from various planets of like, oh, what about this guy? What about this guy? No, no, no. And they just like change the channel or something, and it's a documentary about Jimmy, the bubble boy. Okay. And like all that and that's where they decide to kidnap him. I mean that we can like do the pan like zoom into the tv screen and then that becomes that we see like that's the shot now of jimmy and what's her name like married with maybe kids now i'm not sure uh, chloe um, chloe chloe and they kid i mean they can we don't have to get a whole deal i think we leave some kind of opening scene where he's with his kids that we can use that later as like a reference point like oh remember back at the beginning of the movie when we said that dumb thing well actually that's important now yeah but we can leave the exact context open for what we need later
0: i like the idea that like the lady from the cult is there or like maybe sees uh maybe sees Jimmy get abducted and this like kind of makes her wait Maybe be like, wait, were we right about the public? Were we right about him? <laughs> like, like they they, they see him That's like floating, funny. they see him floating into the sky, like through a tractor beam. And then like, yeah. wait, like we were right. We were right. What do we think the two characters, the two lawyers, right? Like, like yeah. they, they decide this. So they're part of these, they're this space lawyer mediator team that, um, mm-hmm. Is like highly regarded. um They could be played by Will Arnett and Oh boy, yeah, and Parker Posey again. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, making her second
1: appearance in,
0: in uh, this month. Second appearance this month. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure in, in a month.
1: Yeah. Okay. So Parker Posey. Uh, they're the two lawyers, and have they been hired, or they, like, I like the idea that they are a small firm who's attempting to make a name for themselves. Yeah. Like, they're kind of like ambulance chasers who see a chance to be like, look at this big case we brokered mm-hmm. uh, to prove themselves, but, like, nobody has asked them to do this.
0: We learn that they actually, like, mediate between, like, oh, like, this bakery owner and the um the city ordinance or something of like with their sidewalk and they mediate like those kind of restrictions and it's kind of like Mm -hmm. kind of pennies to them or like morsels to them and they're like man i wish we really had a big case so the will arnett character like finds out about the um the mediation between the two warring factions of aliens and it's like oh we'll totally take that and they think it's a good idea and parker posey's like what are you talking about? Everyone is avoiding that. That is like the most tenuous like thing you could have like taken. Yeah. Right. Like that's a horrible idea. Like if, if we don't succeed, we're done. We're dead for sure. For certain. Yeah, that's good.
1: Uh, so they abduct Jimmy, the master mediator who brought together a biker gang some carnival workers and a cult mm-hmm. into true harmony and they take him to the planet what are these aliens? do we want to come up
0: with a name for the aliens um on this planet man i i don't want to be like generic like zotharians or something or mm-hmm. Og, the how about the insect i'm playing witcher right now uh the insectoids and the Ognoids. Mm-hmm. so it's these bug this this sort of like amphiphomorphized bug people and these rock people and they're a war they're two warring factions that are exist in the world and they're highly um military military based are they on the same planet or these different planets i think maybe they're on different planets and they have over time been like conquering different like factions and i think like the rest of the alien community or like the space community like they're drawn into the world but they're still like be they're able to function sure. it doesn't really matter who rules because it's it, the, sure. the status quo will be the same no matter what it's just like who is going to be the per- who's going to be the king It's gonna is it going to be the Ognoid king or the Insectoid king uh, where did you come up with the name Ognoid where did you come up with that that's from just... the Witcher both of those names are from ah. the Witcher
1: well the wire w- I don't want to steal the names from the Witcher <laughs> I mean I mean if we're gonna steal the premise that's fine nothing's original I, but if we're just gonna take names I
0: don't know if they're like I don't know if insectoid I don't think I don't know if Witcher has like a copyright on that uh, yeah uh, but ognoids ognoids yeah maybe well uh, insectoid is my my contribution what do you think the other one should be give me a second
1: the igneans
0: the igneans okay still rock people kind of like a lava yeah. base oh yeah
1: that's going with like rock people yeah like igneous the igneans okay uh, so they're a, a constant war, and it's very much just like people wake up and look at the newspaper just to see who's won the last, like who's
0: currently like leading. Yeah. But
1: ultimately, it's like, of course, then like tomorrow, it's going to be a different name. Um,
0: like when we when we release this movie, we're going to heavily merchandise this. There's going to be like, oh, an uh, igneanoid yeah. archer, an igneanoid like tank, an igneanoid house ignean, <laughs> house ignean, house, house insectoid. Yeah. There's going to be a card game, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bubble Boy 2,
0: the trading card game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There'll be Soda Pop. Igni and Fanta. Yeah. Bug Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Pepsi, but bugs. Mountain Dew, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> we'll have Doritos. Oh, yeah, of course.
1: We're going to get all the gamer fuel channels. In, I mean, in, Doritos, in, Mountain Dew.
0: Insect dusted uh, Dorito, Dorito <laughs> cheese. <laughs>
1: jimmy blasted doritos um (laughs) okay uh we we spent more time merchandising this movie than we have making it yeah um i mean so they get to the to be fair
0: hollywood does that all the time (laughs) look at all of the star wars they get to the
1: mediation place where this is going to happen and jimmy absolutely shits the bed how does he do that like
0: um so a lot of the time in the first movie, he fucked it up by mentioning like the horrible trash that his mom taught him. But I feel like his the, their conservative Christian values or whatever like education that she taught him. I feel like at this point in the mo- in his life, he'd be beyond that.
1: Yeah, he's been deprogrammed for sure.
0: But maybe he says something that is like ignorantly insulting. Maybe like I mean, we could do a classic. There's like a small
1: insectoid. Like a, a bug size and he like squashes it with a newspaper or something.
0: Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. This is so dumb. So what if he... What if there's like this bug, this small bug that's like floating around him during the mediation? And maybe he actually made like a good amount of like progress between both of them and was like, okay, like what if you just all split the split the galaxy or maybe you all join the galaxy together and in your role as co-rulers or something like something to that nature. And then they are like, progress is moving along. Like, it's kind of like, Oh, I don't know, but that would make sense. Like we wouldn't lose so many battles and like territory, like we wouldn't be. And then Jimmy's like, Oh, this is great. This is great. And then like the two lawyers are like clapping. They're like, man, we're so close to this. And, uh, there's this little bug that is, like, flying and kind of, like, bothering Jimmy the whole entire time. Mm-hmm. He uh, picks up this, like, stone or something that's on the table um, that mm-hmm. he thought was, like, a paperweight and smashes the bug with it. And the insect, and the insectoid was like, that, that was, that was my nephew. And then the, uh, Ig- Ignean, what was it? Igne Ignean. The Ignean was like. That is the whole. That is the holy. Uh, that is the holy stone tablet of mediation. Like, how dare you? How dare you defile it in by smashing a disgusting bug on onto it, and then like that like gets it like heated between them again, and then like it just all falls apart at that point.
1: Absolutely, I love it. And so then the two um, lawyers have to like basically they bustle Jimmy out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, still in his bubble suit because he can't breathe space air. Yeah, sure. And um, they get to a ship and just like take off. Yeah. And they have to kind of fly dark. So I don't know. There's like an asteroid field. The ship gets broken. Mm-hmm. They crash land on a nearby planet that has like a semi-sentient or whatever, like, like a technologically advanced species. And I think at this point we're kind of planet hopping. Yeah. And doing some they, kooky they adventures. They
0: do that. They do that uh, Empire Strike Back thing where they go into like an asteroid field and like lose them, um, but their ship gets heavily right. damaged and then is like trapped on like a some sort of um, a swamp a swamp planet, you know. And then there's um, a, um, a very wise small green man there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they get trapped on the planet of Begodah. Yeah, Begodah. Um,
1: Tm. Uh, Tm. <laughs> George, looking at you. Yeah. So on Begodah, they.
0: Um, Wait, can it be bagel And bagel-da. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, let's. Here's what I'm gonna say for the the tone. This the the planet is called Bagoda. Jimmy 100% calls it bagel
0: Bagoda, yeah. The whole time,
1: yeah. I, like I said, I don't. We don't need to do like swamps. I think the planets can be fully technologically advanced. It's just like these are now like the towns where he was fucking around in in the first movie. These are where we get to our like road trip adventures. Sure, sure. Um. So like. They get to this town. They need money to fix the ship, that they don't have. So they meet a young boy who they pay, who they back for a pod race to win the money to buy the parts yes. they need.
0: Yeah. Let's say. Let's decide what what it is. Like, is it a is it a swamp land? Is it like a mainly farm sort of land? Sure,
1: it can be like agrarian. Like I said, I feel like they need to be. The the struggles aren't ha- like. Oh no, we're on a like an entirely forest planet where there's sure. no technology. It's more of just like okay, how do we get to the nearest spaceport or how do we get to somewhere where they would have a ship or et cetera like that? Like, yeah. I don't think we need to do backwoods planets. It can just be like, we're trapped here. How do we get to where we need to next?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know if we want to make like a huge arc about the uh, the lawyers or whatever, but mm-hmm. what if they crash land on this planet and it happens to be like the, with nets like home and it's like okay. a farming community yeah. that like is very not modern or whatever. They're just kind of like about like simple farm values and everything. Um, And he, and he, 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 he escaped quote unquote to the big city. And he's not about this anymore. He's a big hotshot lawyer now and thinks he knows better or whatever.
1: No, I like that. I think definitely the lawyers are, are actually our main characters. This is this bubble boy screams the same kind of energy as good burger in that we spent, almost an entire episode attempting to make uh, Ed the main character before we realized Ed should never be the main character of a movie. Yeah. And I feel like bubble boy has that same energy. So from go, let's just make the lawyers, the main character, like the two who have an arc and a journey and that kind of thing. And Jimmy is there to fuck everything up and keep the plot moving sort of.
0: Yeah. So I think like the Will Arnett character is like very like arms crossed the entire time he's there. Maybe his like grandpa or uncle is like there. um, And, he is like, man, doesn't this life just suck and everything? And then Jimmy's like, well, I think it's kind of kind of nice. I mean, um, it's better than being, you know, shot out and murdered in space. I
1: like the idea of Laurenette's character. The whole thing was like, yeah, like I nothing happens here. Like I was trapped here. I, I wanted to be a big shot. I wanted to be somebody. And I finally got away. And Jimmy was like, I spent 16 years and an eight foot by eight <laughs> foot bubble, and it kind of gestures, and it's like acres and acres and acres of open farm. When
0: content. I had my first boner, I smashed it with a bat because I thought it was a creature that was attacking me. And we went,
1: what is a boner?
0: Yeah, um,
1: and we get a great, just some really good dick humor there. Yeah, and then i no, no, never mind.
0: And maybe never mind. Maybe they're they're an alien species that has these two, uh, uh, these two like antenna, and. How they have boners, they they like avatar like wrap them around each other and that's how they mate. So they like that's their that's their genitals.
1: Uh so yeah, I think that's fine.
0: I mean, we don't have to get
1: too <laughs> of all the things we really need to work on for this movie, how the Will how Will Arnett's alien species mates is not high up on that list. I think that this works. I like the idea that this is why Will Arnett's character is so hungry for a big score, like a big case, mm-hmm. why he pushed too far too fast. Uh, maybe Parker Posey's a more workman like. No, we just got to keep winning. We'll get it. Like we'll, our record will speak for itself. We'll start to get more ca- bigger cases. Like we just have to do the work and put it in, and I, we'll give her some kind of flaw to work out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe she's not ambitious. This isn't, this isn't like, her. This she, isn't
0: her planet. We'll get to hers. Yeah
1: like maybe she's not ambitious enough like she's if, like well and that's like yeah but like it's this we've been doing the same cases for 8 years like mm-hmm. when do we start like when does it start to speak for itself we need to start pushing ourselves what if a, like that's where they can kind of come to a a, a jimmy mediates them
0: yeah what if uh, they came in town just as they were going to have a big like barn dance or something or like a a barn dance and they, I'm not. I'm not just pitching son-in-law. I, I swear I'm not. Well, I mean, um,
1: regardless, whoever's doing the hoedown is we're gonna get polished. Sure, sure. <laughs>
0: and maybe Will Arnett's character runs into their like school bullies or something, and like they start picking on him. It's like, oh, big, big, big man returns home. City, tell us about the city. Uh, <laughs> and they just like start messing with him, and then Jimmy like comes to the rescue. There's like a maybe like a, a bubble fight scene or something, and he like rolls over them. Um and like uses maybe some of the new bubble technology if we did that i don't know if we did Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about bubble technology That may that one may go by the wayside. Yeah Um, but yeah, they just try to they try to punch punch jimmy who's defending uh will arnett's character I don't know if we want to give them names. Um, we kind of been calling them will arnett parker posey, but
1: I mean what? Let's come up with some alien names um
0: Puster Puster. Yeah, okay puster and uh what's a good lawyer like puster and <laughs> greenwald greenwald
1: just like an actually an actual earth sounding last
0: name yeah. Pust- <laughs> One of the, yeah puster and greenwald but it's spelled weird uh <laughs> there's like <laughs> alien symbols in it uh <laughs> um yeah
1: the, the wald is like actual alien script yeah
0: Will Arnett's character is Puster, um, his bullies pick on him. And then there's a fun, like, uh, two on five bubble boy and Will Arnett. Bubble man, bu- sorry. At this point. Yeah. Bubble man, uh, at this point, uh, and Will Arnett's character, Puster, uh, kick mm-hmm. their ass. And maybe like Puster does this cool, do, they do cool combo moves where like Puster like flips over the bubble and like punches someone else. And then like. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe they, he does one where, uh, he leaps over and like spin kicks him or something. Um, Jimmy rolls over like a bunch of them or something like that. I don't know. Do you got any cool, do you get any cool fight moves that involve a huge bubble? Uh, sorry. I'm, my tank is
1: still pretty empty from Avengers of making like 45 minutes worth of fight scenes. Mm -hmm. Um, so I like the idea of the classic of the big, strong bully, Punches the bubble and the fist like goes in and jimmy shoots off and then ricochets back and knocks him out that's good Um I'm always a fan of that good like you punch something that shouldn't be soft and you your your fist sinks in and like Ricochets back
0: or like I imagine that's a slow-mo scene where you mm-hmm. see the fist going in and it's like stretching the The plastic on it and it gets like mm-hmm. like like an inch close to jimmy's face and then like both jimmy and the guy look And are just like, huh? And then like it, then it springs back and then like goes, bounces off the wall, bounces back.
1: I think here we have, this is going to be not like a super long scene, but I think the idea here is Puster having been hustling for so long, like it's suddenly like a couple days of peace and quiet while like uncle Jordan and yeah. sorry Uncle Joe lead the fiction, and Paul fixed the spaceship or something like that. Yeah. It's like, wow, I've been hustling for so long like this is actually really nice. I don't remember it being this quiet here. It's like, yeah, it's because you were always like running away or you were always trying to get to the city. you never were like to quote a great um another great member of the planet of Begoda. Always to the horizon you look, never to where you are, what you are doing. I,
0: I want to imagine that Paw speaks like that. He speaks backwards, um, like that just to like give a little bit of a wink.
1: Like Yeah, I don't I feel like calling the planet Bego Dot is enough
0: of a <laughs> wink. We're already we're already winking with both eyes on the I don't one. think you mean you mean blinking? <laughs> I think that's enough. And then like maybe maybe that's the scene where like everything kind of boils over in the town and there's like a huge fight and then they escape. And then once they get back to like the thing, like maybe people are chasing them. And yeah. I think after they do good in the fight, one of the bullies, um, the bully townsfolk are like, okay, I'm going to pop this bubble and they get out like, um, it looks like a rod and they click on it and it's like a sort of like laser pitchfork pitchfork. Love it. Yeah. Love and it. then, um, they're, they that's when they start running and then they make it back to the ship and then that's when the brother or the the paw like says that oh it's ready to go and then they run off and uh that's mm-hmm. they fly off to the next planet
1: uh so we get to the next planet I don't think we immediately go to um greenwald's planet I think this is an in between sure uh and I think it, maybe like at this point we can also sprinkle in just sort of the idea of like the ignians the ignians and the insectoids are like following them like they're coming after Mm -hmm. jimmy
0: and puster and greenwald and uh (laughs) wait i i want to change a little something a little bit like what if in the middle of that fight some of them show up to the barn yeah Yeah.
1: i thought of that as well but this is a war species and having them basically show up and conquer a small town seemed kind of dark
0: yeah yeah but maybe it's like they're not conquering they're just looking for they're, they're, they're out yeah. for revenge. They're not really like, yeah, yeah, looking gotcha. to...
1: It's like a recon. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah. um, So, they shake the locals and the Ignean slash insectoid um, pursuers, and they head to the next planet. And I think maybe some of the bullies come after them as well on another ship so that we can have yeah. the escalating amount of people who are hunting them. Yeah. Uh, so they get to the next planet. Let's do this one's like a lot more technologically advanced. This is like a coruscant style, like the whole planet's a city idea, okay? Like of technologically advanced. And so why why do they stop here? Do they need like information? Do they need? Were uh, they just going to hide out for a few days somewhere? Like oh, I know a guy. This is maybe this is where the law offices of Puster and Greenwald physically are.
0: Yeah maybe yeah like maybe they need to so let's say like the goal of like the end goal is well they're they're escaping but right. they're trying they're trying to get Jimmy back to earth Puster and Greenwald are gonna join Jimmy on earth because they have nowhere else to go right um, sure so they try to make it back to the law offices of Pewster and Greenwald I think they make it to like the street that it's on and then they like, quickly dug behind a corner and they see like an ig An ignean guard outside, Mm -hmm. so they have to like sneak in, and get the uh. They have to maybe get the passports and some money for uh for Puster and uh and Greenwald. What if Jimmy or um Greenwald has the idea of just like walking up, like I I want to imagine like they like switch clothes or something, and uh the ignian has like a picture of them and like they make just like a slight difference in their appearance they do like a fake mustache you know like you know that's kind of what i'm thinking Uh and because the ignians are somewhat like thick or are aren't as like analytical they're just kind of bruisers right then it it, the ignians like oh okay yeah go right in i like the idea of
1: jimmy's holding his breath so he's out of the suit
0: Mm mm-hmm uh and like puster's
1: in the suit or whatever but jimmy like can't breathe the air on this planet So he's just holding his breath so the whole time the guy's like looking at the poster looking at them jimmy's like Like holding his breath in increasingly
0: desperate like I think like okay, I think he's turning like blue and yeah. they're like Uh, i've never seen this alien race before there's like puff puff cheek blue one before and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah like he's from another planet, we just gotta go in and get his papers and stuff and get out. You know, you mind if we you mind if we go in? Or maybe they're like, uh, he really has to go to the bathroom, and he's like, can we go in and use the bathroom real quick? Um, while good. they have fake mustaches on. Uh, yeah. Um, and they can. Like,
1: Including Puser, who's in the suit, is also still wearing a fake. mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, I like that a lot. Yeah. So they go in and get the passports. They get their money. Um, do they like sneak back out, or do they? like just burst out and keep running.
0: I think they get them and then they go out like the back door. Maybe there's like a back door. Mm-hmm. Um, the One of the insectoids that has been paired off with this Ignean guard um, comes back with like space hot dogs or something. It's like, I got the hot dogs and coffee. And um, they said, oh yeah, um, some people, I let them in. Uh, they just had to use the bathroom. They should be out in a few minutes. And it's like, what'd they look like? And then it's like, oh, they basically looked kind of like who the people were looking for, but they looked slightly different. And, like, I think the insectoid person, like, their uh, their whole thing is they're, like, highly logical um, sort of people. They're, like, mm-hmm. and they get it immediately. It's, like, that was them, you idiot. And then they, like, run in and they're already gone. That's good.
1: I think while this exchange is going on, we just, like, we hear noise from inside of them, like, tearing stuff apart, like, looking for whatever. And then we just see their ship taking off in the distance as the insectoids. Like, that was them, you fool. And they, like, rush in. But we, like, see their ship taking off in the distance while they're having this discussion. Yeah. Oh, okay perfect and then those two actually jump in a ship now and are following as well on top Of the bullies um, Maybe Puster and Greenwald have A long-suffering secretary who hasn't been Paid and now she's after them as well
0: oh, Okay okay um, Yeah because it's like I think They're just making enough money to like just keep The business afloat technically yeah. but They don't they don't consider like uh, Paying them like
1: The secretary played by Judy Greer yeah Who is a frog woman
0: yes it's basically Judy Greer with a huge like prosthetic over her like chin to chin to chest of just like that breeze in and out the entire time. Um, um, I think she pairs okay, off. So, I think she pairs off with the um, the guards that were, uh, yeah. um, and now those three are going off uh, after them. That's good.
1: Yeah. So now they head to Greenwald's home planet which is where like they'll be able to cause earth is so far away. They're like, they can teleport and or something. This is like the fast travel to earth bit, just because I think that we kind of rule of three, we haven't really done a whole lot of intermingling of the stories yet. I mean, we can kind of hand wave away that people come and go and cross over and like the, the bullies and then Judy Greer's character and the two guards, whatever they end up in like a drag race or something in space. Cause that would be funny. Um, and then they team up, but like I just we can we can throw that stuff out there, but it is just kind of a lot of like very niche. What if and then this happens? What if
0: the next like space interlude is that they go that Greenwald has an idea and that they should enter the um, the uh, warped space race, um, and it is like a drag race type thing where. Mm-hmm they can catch a lot of distance because they like the race is built with warps in mind that shoots you across the galaxy and gotcha. Uh, and the first person, so, so they'll do some of the race and then they know when they need to break off and like not do the race anymore. Okay. Cause it's not going to go all the way around again. So they Good. go through these different yeah. warps in this drag race type thing. Um, and, Meanwhile, all of those other people who are chasing them are also doing the race or or get yeah. caught up in it, basically. Um,
1: I like that a lot. And we can have then the way that they can do it is Greenwald's brother is like a huge, like huge in the warp. Yeah. The warp racing circuit. And that's a reason like he was the older brother who was always getting in trouble, always causing problems. And that's why her whole thing is like, keep your head down. Just do the work. Eventually you'll get noticed yeah, for yeah, the right yeah. reasons. Yeah. And that's – but like – so she, she went too far and like isn't standing up for herself or like reaching out to like accomplish more. Isn't taking risks. Like that's why – yeah. Yeah. She's like, no, we're just going to do this simple work here. We're going to get recognized for it eventually. And it's like, no, we have to like stretch ourselves some. We have to take some chances if we're going to like succeed and like, you know, will Arnett's character is too far the other direction, which is why, Oh, why they work so great as a, as a plucky
0: pair. And he's not doing it for the right reasons. It's like his whole thing is like egocentric of just like, Oh, I got to prove to everyone in my small town that I'm, I'm better. I'm, I'm, I'm bigger, you know, like,
1: so then I think throughout this, then will they also need to see some instances like the people that they're talking to of like the law did them dirty. Yeah. And Wilfred's character's like, but that's not fair. Like, you could, like, yeah, like this form, we could have solved that with this form. Like, it would have been so easy for you to not have this, like, furthest to go right for you. And that's where he learns, like, doing it for the right reasons. I think
0: they also, like, network as they're going. Like, they, they unintentionally yeah. network as they go along. And oh, then, like,
1: and that's, that's how they're being tracked so easily, is they're leaving, he's leaving business cards. With yeah, 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 yeah. So um, now I think we so, need to
0: get to our end in um yeah. because uh for time reasons and also just yeah. like I think we're we have I think great we're there.
1: Sequence here of like some ships that are meant to be doing the warp tour racing it, some ships that are maybe a little bigger, and then just enormous like ignean and insectoid battle cruisers uh-huh. just like bulldozing through the other racer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. warp tour. Yeah.
0: Um, um I also think like warp racing is very dangerous because like Oh, if you hit a warp too fast, like you fall apart in the in the uh, or at there. the right
1: angle, you shoot out. You might hit a planet. Yeah,
0: or or, or if you just hit, are halfway through the warp, you get sliced in half. You know, like yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of fun, visual, horrible death in this scene. Yeah. Uh, so that happens.
1: They get back to Earth. The brother drops them off and then and continues on the tour. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he takes off back on the tour. We now have Puster and uh, Greenwald. And what's the name back on? Earth. I think Jimmy. they get off the the ship. Jimmy, thank you. They get off the ship, and suddenly they can't breathe. So now they have to like cluster in the suit, which is when <laughs> that's fun. There might be some some possible samuchin now.
0: Yeah, and then they become a thruple, and then the movie ends.
1: <laughs> well, quadruple because of Chloe. Yeah, quadruple. Um, but yeah, so the the Ignians land, the insectoids land, the bullies land, the secretary lands. Uh, and, and it's like in th- like very like it's cul-de-sac basically yeah, in
0: Jimmy's backyard uh, and I think I think yeah. they have a moment where uh, Where they uh, Where yeah. they're like we made it we made it back home They they climb into the suit and they're like oh, finally finally and then just in the it like Up in the sky you just see warping in is these huge battleships and oh, yeah. Everyone else like just coming towards the house and like everything
1: and, and I love this scene. Like, they land and they've got guns trained on them. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy's like, no, all right, right, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this right. Because, like, the first mediation, it's, like, high podium, like, two ta- like, law, like not law tables, but it's this, like, grand ceremony. And then we cut to, like, the ignian leader, the insectoid leader, the secretary, the boys just crowded around, like, a fucking patio table. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy's with, like, like, tiki glasses with some, like, drinks in it. Like, the idea is it's such an, like unceremonial
0: gathering Mm -hmm. here (laughs) yeah like chloe's bringing out like iced tea and stuff like just like um the kids are playing in the background and yeah like so do we think that the mediation that happens is i think like jimmy makes everyone realize it's like oh like you're all so different like but really you complement each other so well right Mm -hmm. like you all ignians you're like not the brightest brightest uh light bulbs but you are incredibly strong and effective and your warships are like no other like i think the other i think the lawyers are also talking that insectoids you're highly logical but like you're quick to anger and everything you know (laughs) something like that um you know why not why not join two forces and fight smarter and harder yeah you could conquer the entire galaxy and i think like chloe and like like any other humans are like In the background, they're like, wait, Jimmy, what do you, like, stop, stop, stop. Yeah, I think a
1: lot of, like, that's when Puster and Greenwald, like, look at each other like, oh, now I see why nobody wanted to touch this.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: Uh, How do we handle the the secretary?
0: Well, I like the the idea that, like, suddenly aliens are introduced into the Bubble Boy, like, universe or whatever. And Mm -hmm. so I think some of them, like, stay. I I like the idea of Puster and Greenwald, like, relocating to Earth. And maybe they work (laughs) out of jimmy's basement (laughs) and uh, they they do like tele like lawyering and stuff and like maybe like Oh, like... Oh, yeah, with the cost they
1: save by not having to rent an office space, they can pay the secretary. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I think the secretary, like, goes out. Um, maybe she wears, like, a um, sort of, like, scarf that covers up, like, the, the frog yeah. bulge in her neck or whatever. Um, yeah. And she's, like, living living the high life.
1: Um, uh, and then the bullies Jimmy is just like, look, I get it. You peaked in high school.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and there's nothing left for you in a small town. But... And maybe he, like, does he, like, give them an electric guitar? <laughs> it's like here's a hobby
0: yeah i have someone i i have someone that you'll get along with really well and he introduces them to the parents and they create like oh a God. i think they they become like part of the biker gang uh um, oh yeah perfect yeah. perfect yeah i think the cult leaves the i think the cult members yeah, i don't care what the cult. we did it <laughs> the cult <laughs> the movies over. No, 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 we did no, the cult the cult leaves with the insect toys because like uh they're uh, sure they see them as like the their new messiah or whatever
1: as the jump ship's taking off from Earth with the cult on there, we hear the bright and shiny song start, and then the back of the ship opens, and they all just tumble out of the ship, yeah. yeah, yeah. it shuts again. Yeah. Um, okay. So what's the button that we put on this? Like, what's the final, Jimmy's home, he's he's with his family, he's got his new alien best buds work tele-lawyering out of his basement. I don't know, like. He sits down a la Sam Gamgee from the end
0: of Lord of the Rings, says, well, I'm home. Yeah, and then that's the end of the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the boat shows up, and then he no. gets on, and goes to the no store to go we can't get. We can every tar- space
1: movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> every space movie we just end with the Grey Havens. Um, um. He
0: actually goes to the Greyhound stop from the first movie where. Uh, oh, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, where Zach Galifianakis is because that was Zach Galifianakis at the bus stop at the very beginning of that movie. Yeah. I think may- maybe they're like. Maybe maybe Jimmy realizes like he's been standing still for too long, and like he actually really uh-huh. enjoyed traveling. And him and Chloe go on like a road trip or something. I don't know. Uh, sure. Who fucking cares? It's Bubble Boy. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we show Jimmy, and he's walking through a graveyard with a bouquet of flowers, and he stops in front of a grave and he goes, "Man, have I got a crazy story for you!" He splits the bouquet in half and lays flowers on the graves of Pappy and Pippy.
0: Yeah, uh, the gravekeeper comes up and what it's the third brother oh, it's the third brother poopy and <laughs> and roll credits
1: yeah jeez, i well yeah no we're rolling credits the poopy thing does not happen <laughs> roll cr- are you sure <laughs> poopy is not canon are you sure poopy's not canon yeah i'm sure i'm sure poopy's not canon yeah uh <laughs> jesus christ Did we do we it? did it let's end this Okay, Christ alive. Goddamn, Ian
0: and Lauren, what did you curse us with?
1: All right, well, if we did it, then that's credits on another episode of The Equalizers. Madison Jones, tell the people where they can find us.
0: People can find us on Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, and everywhere else podcasts are found by searching The Equalizers Podcast.
1: You can also get in contact with us on Facebook and Twitter at The Equalizers. Our Gmail is equalizers at gmail.com, and our Instagram is the underscore equalizers. Special thanks to the Banana Boys for our theme song Two Step Strutton off their debut album Technicolor Girl from Outer Space. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram by searching Banana Boys. And as always, they spell that B-O-Y-E-S like an oh yes. The full album is available on all streaming services now. Uh, We'd also love it if you would give us a uh, we'd also love it if you gave us a review and subscribe. Uh, You can get some of that hot content coming off off the presses like Bubble Man, is that what we're calling this? What are we calling this movie?
0: Oh yeah. Um we think it's like Bubble Boy in space. Uh Bubble Boy in Space isn't bad. Yeah. The intergalac- bubble Boy colon space odyssey. That's pretty good. Bubble Boy Two or Bubble Boy Space Odyssey. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, yeah. Okay.
1: I mean we can take another minute just to see if we can go with
0: we'll anything better and cut it if we don't. I'm trying but. to think of like something funny bubble and space related.
1: I mean, the Bubble Space Telescope, but that doesn't, that's nothing. <laughs> I mean, that's the Hubble. It's its a pun, but yeah. we didn't have anything to do with telescopes. <laughs> yeah. Next time, Madison, I hear those sleigh bells jingling and ring ting tingling, too. It's, it's
0: that, it's the, the sweet, sweet red and green holiday time.
1: Oh, man. And, of course, everyone needs to know to be wary of the return of Madison Claus, the octagonal nippled horror elf of Christmas past. I'm sharpening them for you. Oh, 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 I hate that! I hate
0: that. Getting those whetstones, just grinding them out. <laughs> Ooh, oh no! Oh, Christmas is canceled, y'all. <laughs> for real, uh, <laughs> for multiple reasons. But but one it's of them, mostly that, most, mostly what you mostly said, mostly because 99% of my percent nip- of what you said, <laughs> mostly because of my nipples.
1: <laughs> yeah, your freshly sharpened nipples. Yes. Uh, So next time, uh, we are continuing our one-year trend of just doing the new hot Netflix movie or Christmas movie property here. Uh, Because we missed last year during our hiatus, we are going to pick it up this year with The Night Before Christmas, starring Vanessa Hudgens, in which a medieval knight travels to the present day to sleep with her for Christmas
0: reasons. (laughs) Yeah
1: um uh we would do christmas or we would do this year's movie however they have pretty much just did christmas chronicles 2 the heretical sequel which uh yeah i think Matt and i are gonna try to watch here pretty soon for you all. yeah the fake sequel the foe well it's not fake i mean we did look we we can go ahead and reveal this now that it's out we did work with netflix yeah on the sequel based off of our pitch mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about that more. We might. We're talking about doing an episode where we watch it and uh, record and do some thoughts about our working with Netflix to get our sequel out. Yeah, the it
0: was um, long con- contract negotiations, very heated. Yeah, uh, lawyers I got mean, involved. Um, yeah, we definitely
1: had to um, had to threaten a few lawsuits with old Reggie Netflix to get this yeah. done the way we wanted. Yeah. But uh, we'll see how that went through. But uh, you should be seeing that episode hopefully
0: soon. Reginald Val Netflix. <laughs> Uh Let's end this thing.
1: <laughs> to be continued.
0: Alright, I'm stopping the recording. Yeah, I am too. First, take your favorite leg, and then
1: you get up to your chest. And then you pump your open palms, and then you really stop breaking a sweat. That's all there is, that's really it. You barely even gotta move your butt. Come on, man! Now follow my lead, and we'll do the two-step. Come on, dance with me!